It's episode 64 of the of Revisiting Sunnydale. <laughs> I almost said the wrong podcast. <laughs> I'm Camila. I'm Marcella. And we're here to talk about Hush today. So this next this podcast will be without dialogue. Yes, <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> Just quiet time. No, but seriously, we're talking about Hush today, and um, yeah. So before we get into all that, we'll just do some some random housekeeping and what and such, such as uh, inviting you to please like our Facebook page, Revisiting Sunnydale, as well as following us on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. And while you're in the mood for giving out likes and follows and stuff, maybe. If you'd be so kind as to go onto iTunes and rate and review us. Yes, that'd be great. We'd really appreciate that. We've gotten one or two so far, I believe. And um, if I remember to do it before this episode's out, I will read yes. ones I found online. <laughs> it just shows your, shows us that you're out there. Yes, exactly. We just want to make sure that we're just not like screaming down an empty hallway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although I'm happy to do but, that as I well. I mean, I guess if we are, we're still amusing ourselves mm-hmm. if nothing else. Mm-hmm. All right, sweet. So, um, I mean, do we want to get into the elephant in the room or Ugh, do we want to unbox? I guess. He's, ugh. So I guess we'll get that out of the way. So, yeah. um, as I'm sure a lot of you are aware, uh, her name is Kai Cole. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Joss Whedon's ex-wife mm-hmm. wrote this scathing letter or article or th- whatever about uh, her time with old Joss. Yeah, she's not happy about it. No, apparently Joss is a fuck boy. Yep. She's putting all his dirty laundry out for everyone to see. I just. And on one hand, I'm like, you know, y'all got kids. Like. Yeah. That's between you guys. Right. But on the other hand, I'm like, girl, what else? <sighs> hypocrite. He's a hypocrite. Is <laughs> a, a son of a bitch. It's really, um, it's unfortunate. It's sad. Now, when I watch Buffy, I'm thinking, who was he sleeping with mm-hmm. <laughs> whilst on the, the show? I doubt very much that it was Sarah. I uh, doubt it. Doubt very much. I mean, I would like to really think, cause, uh, yeah. I mean, because, I don't know. There's if a, it was original Willow. <laughs> we'll see how that went. Didn't really work out for you. No. So, yeah, I mean, and I know that... Uh, a lot of people might be having some difficulties with uh, still like, I don't know. This is a, this is this whole thing is like, you know, falls under false idol worship. And it's. I am done praising his feminist ways. Yes. I'm not done with Buffy by no. any means because he wasn't the end all and be all like he may have created the character. But there were writers and directors. Exactly. And actors and- that made it alive and it and made it what it is mm-hmm. today for all of us and it still lives you know beyond him with christos gage and yeah um rebecca i forget her last name with the comics and um so. you can love the art and hate the artist unless of course it's r kelly i mean that i will never ever get down with or chris brown or woody allen mm-hmm. and um several others that fall into that mm-hmm. category it's just um but like tom cruise don't like the man Enjoy the movies. I only enjoy his in, in Mission Impossible movies. Really like those two. And I had to, I had a real long, hard look at myself <laughs> when I realized that the realization mm-hmm. was like, wow, I really like these Mission yeah. Impossible movies. But you don't have to like the artist. No, no. Except, you know, like we're, you know, Woody Allen and R. Kelly are concerned. That's 
that's kind of a different level for me. There's pedophilia involved yes. as well as, you know, breaking of like actual laws. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and it's not to say that it's not to lighten the fact that Joss was basically trying. Like I was reading what she was saying his responses were and him mansplaining to her. It's got to suck to have a writer yeah. try to explain to you, like what, like explain his way out of some bullshit. Because it sounds like it was some old flowery nonsense and I could just imagine her just sitting there and like looking at him like, mm-hmm. really, <laughs> really, this yeah. is how you're going to. Oh, OK. Oh, you you were oh. a god. Oh, OK. <laughs> you couldn't touch them. OK, whatever. But um, yeah, it's no. so upsetting. It just it still does not take away from what the show gave to millions of people. Right. Right. And I know like that. Weednesque site is closing down. Yeah, they shut it down. Yeah. Like in a heartbeat. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't even know. Was there a a, a, dis- a message or anything that said yeah, that, that was the reasoning why? They said they weren't saying that it wasn't the reason. Gotcha. That they'd been thinking about shutting it down for a while and that this was just like. The little final push mm. that they needed. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. But they're going to keep their Twitter open. Hmm. Well, maybe I don't. I, I to be honest, I don't think I, I visited that site very often, so I don't know exactly what it was they were doing. So maybe there was like a lot of praising of Joss and yeah. that they just really couldn't get behind anymore. And uh, you know, and as far as you know, I am concerned as well. I, seriously, though, fuck Joss. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I mean, the way he treated is that's. There's no excuse for treating your wife like that. No, and to just straight up be trying to gaslight her, and it's yeah, it's and he's not. Even, he's said he's for the sake of the children he's not saying anything there are misrepresentations and okay all right bro that's cool that is your prerogative Mm -hmm. that's how you want to play it which you know and i don't when it all boils down to it really is between joss and and Mm -hmm. kai and uh it's technically it's really none of our business right but she kind of brought us into it made it our business i just hope she didn't fuck with her own like settlement (laughs) yeah yeah how i don't know how old their kids are either like they're definitely old enough to see things online right and have their friends tell them what's online right so i wasn't clear um did they just get divorced or was this years ago and she's just now i think it was years ago and she's just now Hmm. that's another thing like why now what prompted you to do this now i don't know Maybe the whole, the leakage of that Wonder Woman, that original Wonder Woman script. Wow, that script was, wow. I had to forget about it. Like, I actually had to put it out of my mind because it was that terrifying. I don't, it's like he was just like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. Done hiding who I am. Yeah, let's just put it all out there. Mm-hmm. Bring on the boobies and the, you know, ill-constructed female two-dimensional <laughs> characters. All right, that's enough of that. No more fuckboy. Yeah, but seriously, fuck that dude. <laughs> all right, um, we're going to unbox now. Mm-hmm. You've got two, mm-hmm. and I've got three, but I don't want to do all three right now, so I'll, I'll pick what to okay. figure out what's going to happen. Go for it. All right, I'll do the August Ipsy first. And it's in new gold shiny packaging. Shiny. It used to be in pink shiny packaging, and now it's in gold Ooh, shiny packaging. Ooh, I like that makeup bag. I love this bag. I'm so happy. They had three different ones with three different sayings, and I think I got the better of the 
I don't remember what the other two are, but it's really the colors are great. I love the colors. It's like a blue and a purple and then a darker magenta color. And it says good vibes only. Yeah. Love it. So the first thing was I got two face masks by leaders in solution. What happened last night, which is a radiance (laughs) revitalizing mask. This is when your shit gets fucked up after a long night of drinking. You could have used that the day after your birthday. Oh, I could have. <laughs> and then pour gone for good. A pour refining mask. So, you know, I will try these out. They look like, are they new company? New? Yeah, I don't know this. I haven't okay. used this brand before. But they feel nice. Feel yeah. nice. And they're going to make you look like Hannibal Lecter. Yep. But I love putting these on and then running around and chasing the dogs. They're so confused. They don't appreciate it. Not at <laughs> all. Where's my mother? <laughs> so this month was it was it was it was okay actually. It was pretty good. So the first thing is this Sunday's nail polish. I have nice. it on. I like it's that. A decent color. Took four coats. Three or three three coats. Really? Three or four. To get to what's on my nails right now. Good grief. I like the, is it more of like a nude or... Yeah, it's beige? like a nudie pinky, but it, it like, I don't, I'm not in love with it. No. I mean, it's not... It's a nice neutral for business, I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly. Not for fun, but for business. Yeah. Then there's a, the Bomb Voyage in Vilcomen. Oh. Nice, pretty coppery. Nice. Eyeshadow. I really like color. Then there is a Hey Honey Come Clean, some kind of facial scrub. <laughs> I'll try it out. It's 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 neat. It's an exfoliator. It smells clean, nice and good. It's kind of gritty. Yeah. So it'll be fun to use. And it's a nice decent like it feels like a thick thick bottle. Like there's a lot in there. Yeah, that could probably last you a while. Yeah. And then another black eyeliner. Fine. Tons of black eyeliners, but who's going to turn down a black eyeliner? You. Never. You can never have too many. No. In your so arsenal. that was the ipsy is that another one of those like a uh, crayon go on like the eyeliner mm-hmm. I, I like that they're doing like more companies are putting more of those out and it's not so much with the fucking the hard ass pencil but the pe- like, yeah like the pencil i just don't like the pencils those are the only ones like don't send me those i don't like those no i hate those, those. are no fun no bueno on those nope so i turned in my ipsy points this month and got what I thought was going to be like a <laughs> Urban Decay Naked Shadow Palette Sampler. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought it was going to be. That's what I got. But more like little stickers. Oh, what the hell is this? Well, so that's what I said. I was like, "What? Well, how does this what you, are you so supposed you, to what do with you, that? You, I, I, oh, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. 700 points at 650 points something like that but does come with a little mascara but this is not what i thought like the picture is exactly this right but but i thought these were little tins (laughs) yeah not actual what am i supposed to just peel this off and slap it on my face i don't that's so weird yeah not thrilled about that so a little bit of fail on that yeah what a disappointment yeah all right so that was the August Ipsy. Cool. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do August Brown Sugar Box. Yay. Yeah. Which I need to get this because I love everything in this box and I want to use it all. Finally, oh, a yes. good one. Yes. This is so good. Like, awesome. I really, really enjoy this box. All right. So Izzy and Liv Brown Sugar Box for August. 
There's the lovely little magazine. First, we have a lunch bag. Oh, that's so cute. Isn't this awesome? Oh, that's adorable. It's got a super cute like little illustration of a girl with headphones on it. It's like one of those cloth insulated that's with a so zipper. cute. Just like a little... Oh, that's good. That's it's thick. Yeah. And I've never, ever wanted a lunch bag like that before ever. Like, I've never... It smells weird. It doesn't but. smell great. <laughs> I had a laptop case that smelled... It's it's this fabric. Yeah. Like that neoprene-y kind of... Yeah, it's weird. But, yeah. It'll go away soon. Yeah, so I'm... Stick a dryer sheet in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, and expands a little bit, too. Oh, nice. So, yes. So, I'm super jazzed about that. I really like the t-shirt. It's a nice blue. That's a pretty blue. And um, it says, the kind of beauty I want most is the hard to get kind that comes from within. Strength, courage, and dignity. Love it. Ruby D quote. I love it. That's great. So that is. I really like that. It's TARDIS blue. Yes. Uh, And we've got a cute little button that says, or no, it's a mirror. I thought it was a mirror. Or I thought it was a button. Out here being cute. That's so what cute. says on there. And then we've got some sticky notes that say believe in yourself. Aw. And uh, with 50 individual visual affirmations, apparently. So there's just more in there. Hmm. We've got a coffee mug. A Ooh. Jet Beauty of the Week. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know about that, Google Ooh. that. Jet Beauty of the Week uh, and just find out how important oh it is to my blackness. Yes. <laughs> That's a nice cup. Yeah, it is. It's a good box so far. Yeah. We got a magnet. Shine bright like a diamond. Hmm. It's, you know, I'll put it. I have a magnet. I have a metal board at work. And so I just pop it on there, which would be nice. Yeah. Um, A candle. I think. Yeah. Posh Boss Girl Magic Candle. And it smells good. Yeah, it does smell good. It smells like some candy or something. that it smells like bubble gum. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Although I wonder if it'll actually smell like that when it burns. Because a lot of times candles don't. Yeah. And then we've got a cool little notebook. Oh. Musings of the Magical Black Girl. That's great. Yeah. And it's lined. Yeah. Very nice. So, and it's even got, you know, a little... It's a nice little journal. Bookmark as well as the... That's awesome. Yes. So, I am very pleased with this box. Yes, that's a really good box. No makeup? No makeup. Still no... Well, that was the Onyx box. The Onyx box yeah. didn't give any good colors. Yeah, which I was like... Did they ever put makeup in there? Or just house I don't think stuff? so. I think it's more just like cutesy things around. I don't think... Yeah. That is a really good box, though. Yeah. That's a good month. Yep. So, I am totally pleased and jazzed about it. Yes. I've been wanting to take that mug to work for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> then, it's also got like this this book that comes with it. I like that it has the five bo- uh, movies to watch on Netflix and yeah. little. And they've also got like, you know, and they will sometimes, you know, they'll post your photos that you post on Instagram and stuff in their T-shirts and things. Five lyrics to empower, uplift and inspire. So it's just like really cool. It is really cool. And how much is it a month? I always forget. I think it's 35 That's not bad no, for all no, that no. stuff. Yeah, especially like a t-shirt too. Mm-hmm. Yep, so go check out your uh, brown sugar box with 
Izzy. Liv and Izzy. I always forget. Izzy and Liv. <laughs> I always want to say Lizzie and me, Lizzie and Iv, Iv or, or something. Yeah, but Eve or, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was. It up. just never comes out quite right. Right. Uh, so the next thing I have is the August Allure box, which was also very good, and they have a little booklet that they do every month, and again, always take an eyeliner. Yeah. So almost th- these boxes are very similar. Mm-hmm. So they both had an eyeliner. They both had a Hey Honey facial product. <laughs> this is different. This is the Peel Good Biometric Honey Peel Cream. Sure. Honey Peel Cream. I don't know. I'll stick it on my face and use it. Stick it on my face. Peel it off. See what yep. happens. There's a Vichy Mineral 89. This is another face product. I'll try it out. It's a booster. Oh. Okay. Sure. We'll figure it out. Skin fortifying. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Okay. I'll try it. Have you managed to have just like a a day of just like tooling through? No, stuff but and... I want to. I have them all set up in the bathroom ready to, because mm. I have so many face masks. A Claude Lee mask, another detox, instant detox mask for the face. Okay. Another good size. Yeah. I like the packaging. Look. Mm-hmm. The wood well, the knob. Wood no- yeah. yeah. And the green. I really like the colors. It's. Yeah. Different. <laughs> this always, I just want to say ooey every time I say ooey. 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 Finishing cream. It's for hair. I had to look it up because I'm like, I don't know what this does. Finishing what? what? What's it doing? But it does smell really good. Oh, that does smell nice. Mm-hmm. So you just put it in your hair. You rub it in your hair. Seriously, like what are you finishing? You're styling. You're, it's when uh, you're it's like at, a mousse. Yeah, it's like a setting so, cream almost, okay. I guess. So it just, uh, it's funny that they think anyone's going to read nah. whatever that is. <laughs> Never going to read that. And then the last thing are Skin Fix three little. I'm so happy about this. <coughs> Excuse me. They're face cleansing cloths. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So these are immediately going in my travel kit. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is perfect. And that was <coughs> a bird, a frog in my throat. <coughs> <laughs> that was August Allure. All right, nice. So in the war of August for of August of Ipsy versus Allure, it's a draw. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's good. Good that there wasn't a clear loser on that one. <coughs> yeah. And this is the... This is the Tease in the Trap stash box. Oh, what is that? Um, is this new? Uh, this is the second one I've gotten. This is where the last month, uh, that's where these Michelle Obama stickers came from. Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, Tease in the Trap is similar to Brown Sugar Box. They also always have a t-shirt, and I think I'm going to have to like downsize my t-shirt from a large to... Their large is really big. Um... But, Go to a medium. Yeah. But this one is $49 a month. And I think it's like always like six items or something. But the thing with this one is every month, they a portion of the sales goes to a charity. Hmm. So they have a different charity every month. That's nifty. Yeah. So this month's charity 
of choice is the Congressional Black Caucus. The Congressional Black Caucus Foundation is a nonprofit, nonpartisan public policy research and educational institute that seeks to advance the global black community for which Rep. Maxine Waters is a member. So this box is also kind of celebrating Representative Maxine Waters, Hmm. affectionately named Auntie Maxine. Hmm. She is a strong supporter of women's rights and civil rights. We love her. Plus, she just celebrated her 79th birthday on August 15th. 1938. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. So, this is a teas and trap box. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, I've, before I started getting this box, I've purchased just random t shirts from them before, and always a good time. But this box was a little light hmm. for $49. Mm. Um, I got some socks reclaiming my time. Okay. Because uh, uh, I guess most recently, um, Rep. Waters has uh, was yelling that she was reclaiming her time. So that's been like the new the new catch all phrase on social media. <laughs> which cool. I'm all about reclaiming my time. <laughs> and we've got stickers also yeah. to uh, to remind to make my, sure you yes to remind myself of that. I'm still not seeing forty nine dollars. Nope. Uh, we've got a patch that says Zanti, which. I mean, I'm not going to, uh-huh. I don't see myself sewing this on anything. Nope. We've got some stickers with her face on it. Mm. And also says, I will not be intimidated. Serving resistance. You know, basically she was, she went up against um, Donald Trump in a lot of ways. Like basically calling him out on his fuckery and a lot of other um, politicians and whatnot. And when people say things like staring at you maxine <laughs> <laughs> that face is what we mean. Now, We're last, at about five dollars. <laughs> now, last month's <laughs> box was totally worth it, but this one, I'm still not feeling it. We've got a Aunt Maxine church fan. <laughs> I'm a little upset. <laughs> You're gonna need that fan. Zev, <laughs> her face. It has her face yes. on it. And um, there's a pin. Which mm-hmm. again, so we're probably about. I'll be generous and say the socks were ten dollars. The stickers five bucks a sheet. So we got twenty. Uh, the patch is definitely like a five dollar mm-hmm. twenty five. Um, this sure, uh, I don't. Mm-hmm. No, sure. If you overinflate the price you of it, because already I, I wouldn't be paying mm-hmm. ten dollars for these socks. Mm-mm. North stickers and the t-shirt. It's huge. It's a. It's huge. That's a large. It's huge. Yeah. Now, I like this T-shirt because we've got a double kind of meaning going on here. Because we've got Maxine Waters, an illustration of her. And it says Maxine the Maverick. Now, had I not been on my living single kick <laughs> for the past couple months of rewatching all of the episodes that are generously played twice a day on Channel One, <laughs> which I have set my DVR <laughs> um, I would have not single. remembered that Maxine called herself Maxine the Maverick. I did not know that. <laughs> right. That's hilarious. <laughs> right? So, yeah. And she kind of is who Maxine would grow up to be. Right, exactly. So, there's that. But yeah, I'm a little disappointed in that mm-hmm. box. So, they've got one, one more month, month, and then um, we'll see what happens with that next one. Because, like, you know, Brown Sugar Box, they killed it. Yeah, that was that was super cute. But, you know, once again, I do appreciate that a portion of the sales goes to a charity. 
And uh, and you broke up with Onyx Box? Yeah, we're done. I don't have... It's, I'm reclaiming my time mm-hmm. and my money. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could remember to do that with Audible. <laughs> do you know how mad I get every time I get that email where they're like, you have a new Audible credit? And I'm like, son of a bitch. Never going to happen, man. Just like... just Except the fact it. that yeah. I'm going to have you're Audible gonna, for the rest for of the my life. For the rest of your life, you're going to have like 5,000 audiobooks that you've never, never listened to. Never in my life listened to. Yeah. So I guess it's time to talk about Buffy. Hush. Hush. I love this episode. This episode, this is season four, episode 10. Original air date, December 14th, 1999. Right about the time when everybody was going to lose their minds for Y2K. Mm-hmm. And Prince's 1999 was playing on heavy rotation. That was so stupid. I don't know why everybody was so upset about that. I mean, I was lightweight a little bit of... I, was, I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I wasn't too. world's going to end. The world's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I was a little uncomfortable. Held my breath for a, uh, for a couple <laughs> minutes after uh, the clock struck 12 <laughs> on December 31st, 1999. All right. So this episode was written by Joss Fuckboy Whedon, directed by Joss Fuckboy Whedon. Mm-hmm. Summary. When everyone in Sunnydale loses their voice, the Scooby gang must silently solve the mystery of the monsters who stole their ability to speak. Creepy ass monsters. Terrible. Terrible. Terrifying. I know I've mentioned this before, but I cannot watch this episode at night by myself. <laughs> I was going to That's so funny because it's one of it's one of my favorite episodes of Fall Asleep too. Well, I, the music, sure. Mm-hmm. Like And then there's no dialogue. It's just right. it's just I mean music. it's a great score. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um yeah. I wouldn't want to take the chance of like waking up in the middle of the night and just like catching the that toothy grin. Sugar hanging and like stand, <laughs> standing over me. Uh, hey. Hi. So this episode um is Amber Benson, aka Tara McClay's first appearence. Uh, hi Tara. You're so weird. So in this awkward. Episode. So weird. So what is awkward. Wrong with you? So in, oh the stuttering. <laughs> what? And the just straight up turtling. Yeah. Like she turtles. Yes. <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's she it's like almost like when Glory just gets her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's almost where she is. Yeah. There's like these weird, like shy, bashful like smiles and mm-hmm. Willow Riley does open her up. We'll get there. So <laughs> Leonard Roberts as Forrest Gates mm-hmm. is also here. What I just watched? Oh yeah, I started watching Heroes again, and um, he's on there. Yeah, you know the whole Eclipse thing he's brought Mike that back. Dad. Yeah, it brought that back. I was like, you know what? I want to watch Heroes. Um, Fina Oruch. Uh, no, I'm so sorry. I'm sure I fucked that up. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> Olivia. Oof. <laughs> Olivia. Mark Blucast. I mean, do we really have to call him? I guess so. Camden Toy as a gentleman mm-hmm. one of the head gentlemen and he'll become one of our head monsters from now like every time there's a big monster it's usually camden toy it's got to be a weird place to be in your life where you're mm-hmm. just like he goes to a lot of buffy like things and you know i mean that's i've never seen him at any of them i've never seen mm-hmm. him speak or uh, watch a panel or anything like that but like this guy, i don't know uh, maybe he's, i'm sure he's proud of it mm-hmm. but it's also like hey you get to play the monster like the main monster in like most of these was he narl i don't think so just thinking of narl just yeah. don't pull him up what would you do if you lost your voice i'd get a board like they did 
and I'd write stuff out. That dude, like he he jumped he on, on that it. money making thing. He was quick. he went straight to the dollar store, <laughs> bought like sixty of those. I was like, oh, I'm about to get paid. <laughs> he um, he's a piece of shit. He really is a piece of shit. Gnarl or the 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 guy selling the boards the, like the whiteboard guy this is a kind of an apocalypse and you're yeah. you're an asshole making that money yeah <laughs> so we start off where buffy is in class uh psych class psych 101 lesson communication and language are not the same thing Mm-mm. okay she's having the well most... we don't know at this point that this is a, this is just a weird class i remember thinking i remember when first seeing it like um Excuse me? What is going on here? Professor Walsh tells her to get on the desk, <laughs> lay on the desk, and for Riley to just... Now, he, right, she told Riley <clears throat> to walk over to her, yeah. but he didn't tell. she didn't tell him to embrace Snatch her. Snatch her right? up and... <laughs> and then stick his tongue down her throat. <laughs> Which, Riley was a, a little bit attractive with his, if I kiss you, it'll make the sun go down. You're like, yeah, right. I'd like to see you. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so Buffy has this racy dream with her and Riley and the entire class and a special guest appearance by some creepy kid singing a blood-tingling nursery rhyme. Mm-hmm. That they kind of stole from Night Run Elm Street. Whatever. Yeah. Well, sure. We'll do okay. And she's holding a box. Yeah, a little blonde girl standing in the hallway mm-hmm. holding a box. Can't even shout. Can't even cry. Yeah, the gentleman's fucking entrance song. They're coming by. Bitches <laughs> are coming. Okay. And then she wakes up. And class is over. And Willow is just fucking with her. Right. Wow, wasn't that the most intense? (laughs) Oh, so glad I didn't sleep through that. Everything you need to know for the final just laid out. Shut the hell up. At least tell me I didn't drool, I think is what she says. Right. Here's a question. Isn't Riley dating her a conflict of interest? Kind of. Yeah, okay. And I feel like Professor Walsh wouldn't really. I guess when she finds out that she's a slayer, that's when everything is. Everything goes to hell. Yeah. But yeah, because when he started mentioning, oh yeah, I got papers to grade. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You're in charge of grading papers. You can't be diddling the students. That's not. Well, fair. I don't think they'd quite gotten there yet. No, but they're nearing that station. They're, but they're doing a whole lot of dancing. <clears throat> yeah. Around the topic. But she, it, I love this little exchange because he's clearly going to, you know, comes up with that excuse that he's grading. Yeah. So they both and, have these like real lazy excuses. Mm-hmm. She's like, she accidentally says that she's patrolling. patrolling. And, then <laughs> and then she then, covers up with petroleum. Not better. Not not, not better. No. Not, not the same thing. Nope. Nope. He, yeah. he said, he knows you said patrolling. <laughs> you can't just, and I do. He's like, you have crude oil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Sure do. Yep, that's exactly what I have. And he's like, uh, she's, and he's like, oh, I'm grading papers. And she's like, wait, wait, what was due? <laughs> I was. We only have the final. What? He's like, oh, you know, some shit from way back when, <laughs> some, some oh, weeks ago. Okay. That, uh, and they're both. So yeah. So you know, we laid that down that they're both liars. Mm-hmm. And um, Willow's a creepy stalker. Yeah, for some reason she peels off from them and then decides to like kind of spy on them. Yes, it's so weird. <laughs> Like, why don't you just hang around? Like, yeah. you might as well. Because I don't think, because I don't think Riley cares if anybody mm-hmm. is around when he's macking on her. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. He care. doesn't. He's oblivious to anyone he's but like, Buffy. Yeah, because he just kept saying, "Tell me about this dream. Mm-hmm. What about this dream? What is this dream?" Blah, blah, blah. Was I in it? Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> so Spike, 
<laughs> the odd couple. He's all free to walk around now. And be an asshole. He's just made himself right at home. He did. He's like eating Giles' food. He's got his feet up on the furniture with boots on. And, he, and not and he's not he's not he's plopping down on the he couch. Is. Like straight up jumping and it's mm-hmm. not okay. No. You're a terrible house guest, Spike. <laughs> I love that Joss is like, we are out of Weedabix because you <laughs> ate them all. And Spike's just like, we'll get some more. <laughs> Excuse me, you're a prisoner. Right. I am not happy you're here. No. <laughs> so Anya and Xander. Xander show up. Walk right in. Why doesn't anyone knock? I don't understand people on TV that don't knock. I don't get it. No. No, son. So apparently Anya's got some problems with the way Xander treats her. <laughs> She's going stage five clinger again. I don't... <laughs> She's like, you don't, I don't know, look at me this way. You don't talk to me. You don't care. You don't ask me about my day. You don't blah, blah, blah. What, well, what exactly are you doing all day? <laughs> right. Well, one, two, does Xander have a steady job at this point I as to where he's so. gone, where they're separated at any point throughout the day? I don't think so. I okay. think he's doing weird, random stuff. Yeah. So, and you know, so she's, she's all got a hair up her butt about that. And Xander's like, huh? Usual guy, oblivious, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yada yada. And All he no. cares about is orgasms. It's having lots of orgasms. <laughs> and they have this <laughs> fight right into Giles's house. And uh, Giles is, you know, physically, just like visibly uncomfortable mm-hmm. about like, you know, when she mentions the orgasms and, you know, Xander's like, hey, you're, let's not have the, just fight in front of my friends. And Spike is like, hey, I'm not your friend. <laughs> yes. What else does he say? <laughs> 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 And Zan- and Giles is just like, why are you having this fight here? Right. Why why are you here? And, and Xander's like, Mom said you wanted me to stop by. So did Giles call? And left a message yeah. with Xander's mom. <laughs> <laughs> and how did she how did he explain right. that the high school librarian is right. calling an ex student and wants you- him to stop by? No. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Um, which Brings us back to our list of 5,072 reasons why Xander Harris's parents don't care about him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she asked zero questions zero. about this. Why is this grown man calling my son mm-hmm. and telling him to stop by? And li- and she offered him fruit punch the one time. Right. So, yeah, he just comes, hangs out mm-hmm. in the basement. That's Xander's man friend. Sure. He comes over sometimes. Okay. Mm-mm. That's not okay. There's not a okay. definite, like, what? 20 year age difference at least mm-hmm. not okay no so mm-hmm. he's there because giles needs him to watch spike for a few days because he has a orgasm friend coming over <laughs> as she puts it <laughs> yes is um anya so delicately so delicately so eloquently she's like oh an orgasm buddy and and i thought for a second that because the way giles phrases his response is like you know i, I wish you hadn't said that basically something like that i thought he was about to say yes that's exactly what it is <laughs> yes i was about to be <gasps> yeah because he's like yes that's the absolute worst that's thing you could have said <laughs> something like yeah right it's so funny and no one is happy with this situation not a single person no is thrilled with no. this spike doesn't want to go stay with xander while him and xander or while him and anya have sex all night long he doesn't want to get tied up again because Xander says if he comes and stays with me, he's getting tied up. He's not walking around all free. <laughs> no one is happy. No one is happy with this. And and, and Giles doesn't care. 
Nope. Because you're out. Because mm-hmm. I got things to do. I got mm-hmm. people to do. Yep. I got plans. I got grown I got things, things happening. Things to see and people to do. Y'all can't be hanging out here. He has a cup of hot, dark coffee on the way. That's what's happening. Which I really wish we could have gotten a little further into their actual relationship as to what. Where did it start? And how does it just carry on? That like right, just, just like every couple of years, she never came through. When I guess, or maybe we just didn't see. It. Or like, what happened when he was with Jenny for a little hot second? Don't know. I mean, it's just they just have his own. When they're together, they're together. When they're not, they're not. Well, all right. And there's never an explanation in Restless as to why he <laughs> sees her with an, a knocked over baby carriage. That's right. That we never get an explanation as to that whole thing. Because I would really appreciate an explanation mm-hmm. with that. Like, what if she... What, uh, Is she out there pregnant somewhere? Right? Okay. Damn it. So many so many questions. Like, So I, many. I, feel, I don't feel like Olivia got, got the right amount of screen time. She doesn't. Just, she's just this random character that just shows up and then all of a sudden she's gone. So, yeah. Willow has joined a Wicca group. It's not going well. No. She calls them a bunch of, I think that was my burn for the week. There's like a bunch of wanna blessed bees. Wanna blessed bees. I love that. Because they're more about like bake sales and newsletters than about the conjuring and the spells. And Willow's just kind of like, meh. But I. (laughs) She's like, you know, it would be fun (laughs) if we tried to. uh," And they're like. Like real snotty about it. Real snotty. It's not nice to make fun of people. Who's I? I'm being for real. I, like, oh, we'll just get our broomsticks and hop on our broomsticks. And this is exactly like the way Willow feels is the same way I felt when I went to um, a hip hop dance class. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> False advertisement. They just should have called it cheer camp. And been done with it. Cause that's exactly what it was. <laughs> So I feel you, Willow. I know you're paid. And this is where we meet Tara for the first time. Because Tara is, you can tell she's totally into what Willow's saying. And she is on board. She's like, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, you want to say something, Tara? They're also like, really sad. Tara, mm-hmm. you know, she, Tara has some problems um, asserting herself. She does. And uh, speaking aloud and standing up for herself. And the girl basically kind of bullies her into shutting the fuck up. Yep. Because Tara's like, I, I, and she's like, hold on, guys. <laughs> Tara has something to say. Which was just like, bitch. <laughs> okay, Tara, go ahead. And you can visibly uh, see her go back in her shell. Yeah. Like a turtle. Never she, mind. Neck goes down, shoulders go up. It's fine she, to nope. say, it wasn't anything important. It's okay. <laughs> I don't think she said, she, meep. <laughs> That's it. And Willow, Willow's just kind of like, what the f- what is happening? I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> and she tells Buffy, this group just sucks. This yeah. is not working out at all. Like, yeah. And, you know, she's disappointed. She wanted to learn some new stuff. Mm-hmm. She was ready to take her Wicca to the next level. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't get the opportunity in this group. So quit and start your own group. How about that? Yeah. Our boys are working it out at the initiative. Riley's all sweaty. I forgot how much dialogue was actually on this episode before there's like mm-hmm. no dialogue. They crammed a bunch in <laughs> before we get to, I think it's like 14 minutes in and then there's no, gotcha. no dialogue until the end. Yeah. So I um, stopped paying attention at this portion 
Is there anything important? And this uh, with these two with the initiative? No, I hate this scene. <laughs> I can't stand it. All he does is blah 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 blah. blah. That's all I hear when they're talking. Yeah, blah 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. Forest and I don't know. Is there talk of Buffy? Was yeah. there just okay? So any hoozles. Spike is now Xander's problem. Yes, which this is one of my favorite. I just love Spike. He brings so much to the show. Yes. And I do love the relationship with him and Xander. <laughs> like, even it, it has its ups and its downs. Oh, yeah. Like, way downs. But when they're pseudo buddies, mm-hmm. it's like some of the best, mm-hmm. like, visual comedy. And actually, you know, Spike does that. He works that well with just about everybody on, yeah. the, on the cast. He works well with Giles that way. When Tom Lank shows up, it's just like oh, really even with Andrew Angel. Like, it's just so he's just that fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. James Marsters. Yeah. <laughs> your headshot. <laughs> so, guys, if you haven't noticed, like there have been some some very young um, Buffy alumni headshots floating around Twitter. You should check that out. James, Nicholas, Sarah, and uh, Danny Strong just got in on the action. He looks like he's four. Aww. But he was. <laughs> James looks exactly like his son. Does he? Like, I don't think I've exactly seen exactly like for, like, like his son looks exactly like like they look exactly that like hair, mm-hmm. curly hair, like curly hair. I love it. So um, what the initiative is so clunky, like their big people elevator box, the microwave. Yeah. It's just so clunky. It looks like such a clunky set. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't look it's real. It's like covered in aluminum foil mm-hmm. and saran wrap. I don't understand. So, yeah. So Xander's getting ready for bed and he's like, he ties him up to a chair. Ties Spike to a chair because, you know, he is a nummy treat. And, Spike, and they get in an argument about it. Spike's like, I don't want to bite you. And I wouldn't want to. And uh, Xander's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I saw you looking at yada yada. You'd totally bite me. He goes he goes to go to sleep and uh, Spike starts to taunt him. <laughs> Xander. <laughs> Why don't we talk? Shut up. <laughs> he starts imitating Anya. You don't love me. <laughs> And Giles is researching the because he's talked to Buffy and he's researching this gentleman thing right. and he's just confused. Like, and then he gets this? a little tap tap tappy on the door and hello Olivia, Good how to was see your you. flight? Yada yada yada. Da 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 da. Is that enough small talk? Yeah. Let's get down to mm-hmm. business. And they, and they get down to business. Freaky dee, freaky dee. Giles got grown folks things to do. He does. And so we start panning all throughout the city and what's going on. All throughout the town. And then we end up in the fucking clock tower. Yes. And we see that there's some scary business going on. These creep-tastic gentlemen. Are floating around with the same box that we saw in Buffy's dream. I think it's the the smiles that are the worst of it that, that make them so terrifying. I'm not fond of their weird, straight-jacketed what? whatever those are. Henchmen? Are they the, the do-dirt dudes? They, they creep me out. Yes, because they run they run around. So we see all throughout the town, everyone's voices are being sucked out. And then they also like applaud each other. Too. Yes, like, they're so happy about it. We've done so well. Yes, we're so good. And yes, he was Camden Toy is gnarl. So uh, the, the the gentleman that freaks you out, I'm pretty sure that's Camden yeah. Toy. Because mm-hmm. he's so good at being creepy. Yeah. And for whatever reason, we get, you know, a nice prolonged view of Giles's nipple. Giles got his groove back. He did. He really did. <laughs> and I wonder if they were like, no, dude, let's put this sheet right below you. Come on, Tony, get that nipple Pull out there. Bring it down a little bit. A <laughs> little bit more. Or if he was like, no, my nipple's not out yet. Wait, 
Yep, there we go. <laughs> and so everyone's voices have been stolen, and they get sucked into this box. <clears throat> they all fit into this teeny, tiny little wooden box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the best part is the reactions the next morning. Yeah. So, yeah, so everyone's waking up voiceless, and uh, Buffy and Willow, they go to greet each other, get boarded, and Buffy's like, oh, and then it's like... <clears throat> Then she goes to do it again. Then there's like, you know, thinking they're deaf. Mm -hmm. And you can actually hear Allison kind of say, I can't hear. Because they did film everything with dialogue. These first reaction scenes. They, I read that on the Buffy Wiki. They filmed these with dialogue. Mm -hmm. This first introduction scene. And then muted the dialogue out. So you can actually kind of hear her. That's kind of jive. Yeah. I think it's a little bit cheating. Like, can you not just mouth the words I can't hear? That's pretty, that's cheating. Yeah. That's, so this gets less and less groundbreaking by the minute. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you didn't. Win. That's why you were nominated for an Emmy. Did they win? Maybe the, I can't remember I, if they actually won. I don't remember. I think they just got nominated maybe. So the whole dorm is freaking out. Everybody is taking this so bad. For some reason, Xander thinks Spike did. It had something to do with it. <laughs> And the best part is that Xander picks up the phone and calls Buffy. Yes. <laughs> and she answers and she's like, ugh. <laughs> Immediately. Okay. And Spike uh, just looks at Xander like, asshole. Good job. <laughs> so it's it's very clear that something has gone awry mm-hmm. in Sunnydale. It's the end of times in Sunnydale because they, they all leave. <laughs> There's like people just like wandering on the street. Shit's on fire. There's barrels on fire. Because, you know, that's the universal Hollywood symbol for (laughs) shit is gone really really wrong when there's a barrel on fire in town. But what really gets me is the dude that's just sitting in the middle of the street holding his briefcase. (laughs) He must have been like a trader or something, like someone who really had to use their voice for work. And he just lost all of his money because he could not trade that morning. Because he's so down on his luck, like he's, right. uh, he's, he's just gonna lay down in the street. Yeah, he's like real close to suicidal. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine that he's a bachelor as well, uh, because maybe he didn't even realize he couldn't <laughs> speak until he got to work. <laughs> <laughs> and just shit is going down. And our wonderful soldiers, they're so smart, get in their people elevator. Their microwave. When just voice activated. Which is voice activated. And then they can't get, they can't, countermeasures will ensue if you don't say your password. And Riley doesn't remember, there's an override code, Riley doesn't remember. Doesn't remember it. Can't say it. (gasps) He starts breathing into it. So yeah, then he gets the code, like a four digit code. He has no idea what it is. This is the only time in this entire show that Maggie makes me laugh. (laughs) because the elevator opens and she points at a sign (laughs) that says in case of emergency use stairs (laughs) and it's perfect that's what it's there for no Mm -hmm. nuts (laughs) that's what it's there for i'm pretty sure this is an emergency Mm -hmm. she has finagled some computer program that will speak for her it's like real what was this Stephen Hawking. Yeah. It's real creepy. It's a little bit creepy. And she's telling them that they have to be the voice of reason, basically, in town. They need to go be martial, you know, martial law. Keep everybody in order. Make sure things don't fall apart. So now they're 
So she's given them permission to mm-hmm. show their identities now? in civvies. They're still in civvies though, because Riley goes okay, walking around right. in and civvies. He's like, yeah, he like breaks up a fight. Yes, me mime breaks up a fight. <laughs> Thinks he breaks up a fight, like he pushes them apart. But that dude goes and picks up like some big old right. heavy thing, and he's gonna swing it at that man, and Buffy breaks his arm. Yes, she ends the fight. <laughs> <laughs> What is so like Willow and Buffy, they're walking through town hand in hand. And that's when they come across the guy just selling those boards right. to people. And they're so, they're so judgy of him. They're Right. Like the next scene. Because he's selling them for 10 bucks a pop. I think it is. He's a fucker. <laughs> of course, you've got your mad, crazy priest out on a box yes. saying that the end is near and people are just eating it up. He's selling them for 10 bucks a pop and they are disgusted. But in the very next scene at the school, we see that they have each ponied up $10 a pop. They show up to Giles, actually. Yeah. Why everyone goes to Giles? I don't know. How did they all decide they were going to meet there? Do just one by one show up there? I guess so. I guess they all figured if anybody knows what's going on, it's Giles. It'll be Giles. Because Anya's not with Xander. Xander and Spike were alone. So he brought Spike back. He was like, here, you deal with him. I can't. <laughs> and Willow's so cute with her high Giles. Yeah, she like, it was like she had a revelation. Was like, <laughs> oh, and then she writes high Giles on her thing. And he just pats her He's on the like, show. oh, you. Oh. You sweetums. So we're trying to find out what's going on. And the TV has said that there's some weird quarantine, that everyone in Sunnydale has lost their voice and they've been, you know, they have been quarantined. Right. Thanks. How about you send some help? (laughs) Nobody in, nobody out. The rest of the world's like, nope, don't go near that place. Mm -mm. Fuck those people. We don't know what's wrong with that. No. So they just all look so scared. I I guess I don't know what I would do if this, if it was me. Well, I think it is, it would be a really scary thing just, just for yourself to wake up not being able to speak, but then to know that your entire fucking town Mm -hmm. Is voiceless. You would immediately think you were deaf. Right. But then, you, you know, know, that get cleared up. And then you start to think, well, is this some sort of like crazy toxin? Or, yeah. Like, is this an airborne die? thing? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Is this the first step of some sort of terrible, horrifying, debilitating disease? Like, and then you see on the news that you've, you're not allowed to leave. You're right. quarantined. The rest of the world is just like, fuck, fuck yeah. off. <clears throat> Good I luck. I'd panic. Good luck with that. I would panic. And it's everything takes so long in this episode, though. The more I watch it, it's like, can we just get to? Yeah. So basically, you don't see the gentleman again for quite some time. No, we get to the point. I think like once everybody goes back to once everybody goes to bed that night is when they start coming out again. Yeah. So they're like still creeping around or whatnot, floating and being all fucking looking, just floating around and looking for hearts to snatch. Mm -hmm. So because they have to take seven. Yes, that's right. That's the whole thing. They need seven hearts mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Was there a backstory as to why? Why? They're fairy tale. Is How it, is often does says? this happen? Because okay. I got a lot of questions about these gentlemen. And why did they come to Sunnydale? Right. Has this happened before? If so, how long ago? And nobody, nobody has heard about this before? Who's the new mayor? I don't think we've established that. No, we I never think we that ever yet. established that. Mm-mm. We get a new principal. Yeah. Eventually. 
when they reopen the school in season seven, but we never see another power figure. No. Um, Poor college kid. Yeah. So yeah, they find their next victim. They like, is this where like they go to his dorm room mm-hmm. and knock on the door and and stake take his heart. He opened the door. Yep. So the next day, I believe, um, is when Olivia draws sketches a photo mm-hmm. or sketches a picture of the gentleman for Giles, and apparently Giles and Olivia met in an art class because she can draw as well. As well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. And I, uh, this is where Giles starts to do more research and starts to understand what's happening, which I don't know. Okay. So, yeah, so he, you know, he's got a name, he's got a face, he's got the nursery rhyme. And so he's putting it all together now as to who they are and what they want. Mm-hmm. And so he gathers everybody together for a presentation. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's taken some great pride into this, too. Mm-hmm. He's very excited. Could you imagine if he had like Adobe Premiere? Was he up on PowerPoint? Night? Like, he would have killed that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> when was the last time you saw an overhead projector? Like, did... I think that episode. Mm-hmm. That's probably the last time I ever mm-hmm. saw one. Because... He uses it one more time. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> He's terrible. <laughs> He's absolutely terrible. So he, like, really um, gets into this. He, he draws, like, he's got illustrations. And music. And music. That's he was up all about. night lesson planning. He's got a soundtrack to mm-hmm. what's going on, the score to explain his uh, the story of the gentleman. He's got everybody gathered. They're telling everyone. And, you know, so, you know, it, it breaks it down that these dudes are some fairy tale. They need seven hearts. They steal voices. They come to towns. They steal their voices so nobody can scream. They t- take their hearts. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that can kill them is the scream the of a human. Of yeah, the voice of the princess, scream of a human voice, of her actual human voice. Um is, you know, Buffy, instead of writing down how do you kill them or somebody asks how do you kill them, Buffy motions <laughs> that it's apparently you're going to have to jack them off to death. It's the, and they all look at her like, <laughs> what the fuck? Really? But she meant stake them. She meant stake them. That is, why didn't she go here? Right, exactly. Because that's like, Yes. She, if she'd have done it in the heart, they would have known. Exactly. She was not doing it in the heart. <laughs> and even Willow was like, girl, I, I don't know what the hell you're trying to say. It's like, oh, don't look at me for help. I don't know what this is. Yeah. So uh, she pulls out the steak, the steak. And they're like, oh. And Giles is like, no. It's the act, It's the scream. And then Willow's like, hey, what about a tape recording? He's like, uh-uh. Needs to be an actual human uh-huh. voice. I'm like, fuck. Now, what I don't get is, number one... <laughs> Did you leave Spike tied up? Why can't he be in on this meeting? Right. And number two, where's Olivia? Right. So Olivia and Spike are hanging out. (laughs) Well, we know how that would probably go. (laughs) I guess Olivia's just fine. She's like, I'm okay. I'll I'll watch him. Y'all can tell me Mm -hmm. what's what when you come back. That's cool. I'll be right here. (laughs) So then (laughs) Giles puts up that Buffy will patrol tonight. <laughs> and Buffy is so offended. By his drawing. Because <laughs> her hips are huge. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty unflattering photo. It really is. Not even just the hips, the hair also. It's just, <laughs> it's a terrible situation, Dallas. Come on, you can do better. We've seen you do better. Anya's got popcorn. <laughs> she's, she's having seen, a grand old she's time. She's like really unenthused by this whole thing. She looks, she's, there's a couple of like, whoop-de-doos. <laughs> she throws in there. <laughs> And he had the picture upside down too, and she, <laughs> Eros like, um, 
It's it's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Across the whole show. It's just great. So while this is going down, Tara, I guess she's been doing some research on her own and she decides that uh, she needs to find Willow because mm-hmm. they want to do some. She's she thinks Willow is her best bet to do a spell mm-hmm. to make this all better. Yeah. So she goes off in the middle of the night. Best time. Guess that's when that's that's just a great idea there. Yeah. Oh, and, baby girl. Um, so, yeah, she almost gets her ass snatched up and mm-hmm. heart ripped out, cut mm-hmm. out. <laughs> she, so she's on campus and they come across her and they're just like, oh, hello. <laughs> like, they really are. They're like, hey. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> <laughs> they're so excited. So scary. And they go after her. It's like, wow, takeout came, <laughs> came to us. <laughs> and um, so she... <laughs> she ends up in Stevenson Hall. Mm-hmm. Willow lives. And she just starts knocking on every door like, somebody, please help me. Anybody, please help me. But everybody knows that that kid got killed the night before, so nobody wants to answer their door. Anybody opening up on doors? Nope. People are standing behind their doors like, mm. nah, girl. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> really sorry. But no, Willow, of no, course, Mr. Mr. No home. Mr. Willow can't help herself, and she goes out to see what's going on, runs Full on into Tara. Like hardcore. Like hardcore. Right like it looks like she damn near broke her ankle. Right. And Tara has to help, you know, drag her off into another room. And they need to shut the door somehow. They need to block the door somehow. And so Willow is sitting there and she starts staring at the door. And you can see that this vending machine is starting to shake a little. It's rattling. But she can't do it on her own. She's not strong enough. Nah. And that's when Tara takes her hand, looks at her, gives her a very knowing, like, it's okay, we can do this. And they both look at the vending machine and across the room it goes. A little chills. Yeah, it was great. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. It was like, wait, 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 wait. You got got real power. Right. So it was a great, this was a really good introduction of Tara. Mm -hmm. And as well as, you know, for us to know, like, holy shit. Like, she's got power. And mm-hmm. then, like, also, holy shit, like, her and Willow together. Is something to be reckoned with. Yep. And Which it, we will find out. hmm And so they're, you know, Riley's out on patrol. Buffy's out on patrol. And they manage to somehow end up, they're fighting the same crowd. And they mm-hmm. kind of come together at the clock house. At the right. clock tower. Now, one of the scenes that happens at some point, I forget when it happened, but it made me laugh really, really hard was Xander. Yes. So, yeah. I think it might have been when they were researching some stuff at Giles' house. I think so. So we go back to Giles' place and I think is and we see Anya has fallen asleep on the couch Mm -hmm. and Spike goes to the fridge and gets himself a big old cup of blood. Yep. He takes a drink and, you know, immediately goes into vamp face. Kicks a book. Yeah. Off the deed, like knocks a stack of books over. So he's picking them up. When he comes up, he's got blood on his mouth. And the way that Anya is laying, it looks like she's dead mm-hmm. or unconscious. And Xander just happens to walk in at that exact moment. Flips out. Yep. And attacks Spike. And starts beating the shit out of him. He gets on top of him and just like beats the shit out of him. Yep. And Anya wakes up. And it's like, oh, it's okay, I'm fine, and everyone. <laughs> First of all, when she wakes up, and she's like, I'm okay. And Spike's like, the fuck? See, and then Xander like hugs her and looks at Spike like, eh, sorry. sorry. 
I thought she was dead. I'm sorry. And then she's all excited because he actually cares he about cares. her. And she makes that unnecessary unnecessary gesture that they're going to go have sex and off they go. <laughs> I would like to point out, yes, G- Giles and Olivia are act, react extremely judgmental. <laughs> Giles, you are really judgmental over someone whose fuck buddy is right. standing right there. Right behind you. We all know who uh-huh. she is. Uh-huh. Let them go have their fun. Keep your judgment to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect time for them to just go get buck wild, too, because there's no sound. Huh. Y'all could be doing it just about anywhere. No, no voices. <laughs> no, but no voices. That's fine. Go get yours. I wonder, does it hurt to try to speak and I don't, it would have no feel sound. weird. Huh. Kind of like when you lose your voice. Yeah. It always just feels real dry and raspy. Yeah. So, you know, we've got all of these things happening at once. Willow and the whole Willow and Tara scenes are going on while Buffy and Riley are all fighting these demons. And it's all coming to a head very quickly. And <laughs> Riley, this is the first time he's seen her fight. Right. And this is the first time that she's realizing, I think, that he's in the initiative. Yeah, he's just not a normal boy. Yep. And for a second, there's this really neat moment where they kind of both roll into a similar salt and come face to face. Yeah. And like draw off against out, each yeah. other. And it's like, well, what the f- Damn. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep fighting and they keep fighting. And then Buffy sees the box mm. from her dream and realizes she needs to destroy the box and she's all snatched up and can't get to the box and she's pointing to Riley and telling him what to do (laughs) this idiot (laughs) so dramatically (laughs) takes his gun and smashes this precious rock and he's so proud of himself he's so proud and she's just box the box <laughs> she actually has to mime opening and closing a box oh gotcha so he smashes the box and out come all the voices and this is also this is also kind of a cool shot or moment when like all the voices go back to everybody and then buffy's gets back to her and just the way and she lets out this blood curdling scream mm-hmm. and just like the look on her face there's just so much desperation yes and it, it's just a really good moment um, on Sarah Michelle and as well as just in the whole story. But yeah. What if everybody's got different voices, the, <laughs> the wrong voices? <laughs> Spike ends up like Buffy. In, in Buffy <laughs> or in Riley. Right. <laughs> Riley ends up in Willow. <laughs> Giles is in Anya. It'd <laughs> be so weird. Which, and she does scream that scream. And you see why they steal voices because their heads explode when they hear a human scream. So more questions. <laughs> like, so yeah, so this has happened before. So the hu- the princess in the original story, she screams and kills them. So their heads just fucking explode, mm-hmm. and it's just it's, it's real gross. It's gross. It's kind of comical because yeah. they still got the smiles and they're yes. just shaking and that. And um, and then they just drop. Yeah. So is there just like a land of gentlemen? Yes. Where and they just co- every a couple years, like, <laughs> make sure you steal the voices. How about you not leave the most important piece to yeah. your plan just laying around, laying there, just right there, back in right your there. little lair? Wouldn't somebody 
like maybe one of the henchmen, one of their jobs can be to take it back to wherever mm-hmm. the fuck you came from. Yep. Or maybe put it in your pocket or something. Just don't have it laying around. It wasn't even locked. Mm-mm. It was just like a little trinket just box. sitting there. I'm ready to be okay so everybody gets their voices back yep everybody gets their voices back and so it is revelation time for several different people yes tara and willow get to talking uh-huh. and um it's cute it is but i'm really i'm so glad that tara grew out of whatever the fuck she was doing oh yeah her first this, half a season yeah i hated her quite a bit yeah <laughs> Quite a bit. So I was like, wait, wait a second. What are we? What? What's what's you're not us. Right. These are weird ticks that you've got going on. You're like real mousy and mealy mouth. And there's one coming up where she's like, you know, I am, you know. Yeah. You're one or you're yours. Yours. (laughs) Shut the fuck. That does. That bothers me so much. Like. She's all cockeyed what she said. It's like, this isn't sexy. <laughs> Was that supposed to be sexy? Because it wasn't. It really wasn't. I don't like it. No. But then I grow to love her. Yeah. Like, they're perfect. Like, once they get into their relationship and everything, and once, you know, I guess Amber gets permission to do something better with the character mm-hmm. at some point. Then, um, or, you know, maybe it's just, you know, supposed to be like Willow's effect on her that she's like brings her out of her shell. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. But any hoozles. So they start talking and we find out that Tara's mom was a witch. Mm-hmm. And um, so Tara's been practicing for quite some time now. And she tells Willow that, you know, I see something in you, girl. And Willow's like, no, I'm nothing special. No, yeah. OK. No, no. <laughs> Nobody likes false modesty. Uh, I know. Let's just calm down, sister. We know how strong you are. <laughs> and then Tara's like, you know, we can be friends and, you know, do spells together. Blah. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I think at one point Xander's like, they're off doing spells together. <laughs> Sometimes I do a spell by myself. <laughs> <think about> them. <laughs> and um, then Buffy and Riley. Yep. He come and he's like, I think we might need to talk. <laughs> And they just and it just kind of ends on that. They they sit there, just staring at each awkwardly. other. Like, mm, I guess so. Where does this even start? Mm-hmm. How do we start this conversation? And now the sad part before that is that Olivia apparently is a big pussy. Oh yeah, that really fucked me up. Yeah, that kind of like fuck you, Olivia. Yeah, because I forgot about that. So they they're sitting on the couch chilling, and um, Olivia's like, so all this shit you've been talking to me about monsters and scary things, it's real. It wasn't just to like get my pants. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you know, most of it was real. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't like the original member of the Who or something yeah. like that, or Pink Floyd. <laughs> but you know the monster stuff that was for real and she's like and he's uh well how does that make you feel she's like a little scary or you know a little too much and he's like a little too too scared and she's like a little i don't know whatever so basically olivia mm-hmm. if they monsters are real and they exist they're going to be real and exist whether or not you're with giles right wouldn't it be better if you're with him with someone who knows about them. Exactly. And has people that can fight them. Exactly. Yeah. So if anything, you should probably move your ass there right. to Sunnydale and be close to the The, the army. demon fighters. Right. Yeah. No. Go, take your ass back to London Gone. then. Gone, girl. Get out of here. You don't deserve him. No. God damn it. Call Joyce. Please <laughs> call Joyce. Why won't you call Joyce? Hey, where was Joyce in all this? Nobody. Buffy never checked in on her mom. Not once. Not once. Joyce was probably at home like I'll just wait it out I guess I'll be okay 
Maybe she was in Chicago with her sister. Let's hope. Uh, no, she didn't even go check on her. No. She, nope. There was no mention of nope. her. Nope. Oh, Poor Buffy. Joyce. Buffy. <laughs> that's that, sad. That's jive. That is really sad. <laughs> she should have been at Giles's with everybody. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's messed up. Or there just should have been like a mention if she was out of town. Just something. Or even having in that, that long scene we had with them walking down the main drag in Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. If you would have started that scene with the two of them walking out of Buffy's house. Right. Fine. Exactly. I'll just go ahead and believe whatever. We'll know that yeah. they checked on her and she's right. okay. And now we're going. Okay. Nope. That's a shame. Nope. That's no a love shame. for Joyce. <laughs> That's something we're going to have to. We, we That might have to be a side. How many times thing. Buffy doesn't check on uh-huh. her mom? <laughs> yeah. Like when shit goes down. Did anybody check on Joyce? <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. So Joyce was. So years later, just like, you remember that, you know, there was a weird period of time where, you know, do you remember when our voices were gone <laughs> for like two days? Oh, mom, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Probably you knew she could have had her heart cut out. Right. It was going in houses. Right. They were going. You should have checked on your mom. It's piss poor. Mm-hmm. Oh, just oh, Buffy. As bad as Hank. Oh, it's terrible. Terrible. You should mm. be ashamed. Shame. Or, or just like a quick scene of like Shame. Joyce and Sheila sitting together, like watching the news or something. Yeah. Just so we know that she's aware of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And just like Buffy took care of it. Or, you know, maybe mm-hmm. Buffy could have dropped a note in the bat mailbox. Just something. Something. Oh, that's really fucked up. So there was no song. No. Just a great score. But you said that there's, um, there's a little something about Andy Hallett. Yes. Crossover. He's apparently in the very first scene at the beginning of the episode, two rows back from her. Oh, in the sight class. In the sight class in the dream. Mm-hmm. I can't find him. Huh. I tried. I looked. I don't see him. Has anybody seen him? Let us know. Because I haven't seen him. So if you have seen him, screenshot it. Yeah. And send it to us on our Facebook page. Because I want to see it. Because I don't. I, I, I read these things, but I don't believe it. Sometimes it's just I don't believe it. Just makes for good good wiki fodder, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so somebody oh we did ask for inputs on Hush on Twitter and only one person, our good friend Brazzle Dazzle. Love him. AKA at geeky underscore spice. He says all I can say about it is that it's phenomenal. One of the finest hours of television ever made. This is true, it except is true. for the fact that Buffy didn't check on her mom. Yeah. I will forever hold that against her. Yep. <laughs> you should have checked on your mom. I can't believe after 20 years, I just know. Just realized that. Bitch. I, I know. How could you not check on your mom? So, um, lots of bodies. Mm-hmm. Lots of bodies. A freshman boy, an unidentified student, a 15-year-old girl. Two other civilians, one footman, and the gentleman. Multiple. Heads explode. It's so gross. That's really disgusting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the random trivia this week were that two, we kind of talked about it already, but two more prominent gentlemen were played by Camden Toy and Doug Jones. Camden Toy will play Narl and the Turrican later on in season seven, and Doug Jones. What was the, what was the Turrican? Is that the, the Uber vamp? Yeah, the okay. Uber vamp. Uh, that he would later go on to play the fawn in Pan's Labyrinth. Huh. Doug Jones. 
And the original airing of Hush received 6.6 million viewers. It was the highest rated episode of the season. And it earned, yes, its first Emmy nomination, but it did not win. Ah, for best original writing. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And the moral of the story is, um, to be honest, it was in our, uh, in the beginning, in the Psych 101 Mm -hmm. class, there's a difference between language and communication. Yes, there is. And I think that's one of the, the more brilliant things about this episode is that when we do things, we're just watching everybody and the ways that they have to, they are forced to communicate without language, obviously without really words. Um, And there was a lot of, a lot more truth Mm -hmm. is told because, you know, you can't stumble and stutter over your actions. Yeah. Like with like, you know, with words. There's an amazing shot somewhere around the middle of the episode when they first all lose their voices where somebody drops a bottle yeah in the student the common area and just the, the over everyone was used to not hearing anything already right and that overwhelming sound of a bottle crashing just everyone looked and it just it was just like yeah, yeah. it took just pulled everybody mm-hmm. out like oh my god what was that and like the person's just like okay i fucked up it slipped i'm sorry i dropped my snapple <laughs> So yeah, <clears throat> that is um one of the really cool things about this episode is yeah. just you know looking into that little the little bit of humanity and the, like the what humans are what we as a people tend to do. You talk to talk, but actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. So as promised, I did find that we have two iTunes reviews. Woo-hoo. Both of them are five stars. Love it. Um, Thank you. Yes. One is by the Film Roast Podcast. Okay. Uh, So I had sadly, I know, forgive me, never watched Buffy until about a week ago. However, when I started it, this was an amazing find for me because it lets super fans explain things in a way I'd never see them. K and M go through each episode in detail and it allows me to remember key details but also listen to discussion amongst two great hosts. Happy I found them when I did. Aw. Thank you. Thank you. Film Roast Podcast. I also have one by uh, Olalali. Also five stars. Super great. Watching Buffy for the first time and despite the spoilers, this (laughs) is an awesome companion that I look forward to listening to immediately after each episode I watch. The hosts clearly know the series well and aren't afraid to be hilariously critical of the series <laughs> while still gushing with love for it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, great insight with behind-the-scenes factoids as well as commentary on general nerd culture and hosts pick hosts picks for Burn of the Week. Love it. Yay. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate that. We That's really great. do. That is great. Finally, after like what? How many episodes? <laughs> this is episode sixty-four. We got two reviews Yay! on iTunes, and I know Brazzle Dazzle, you've been like hanging in there with us, and you've been like doing doing the most. We appreciate you for that. Yep. So yeah, I'm pretty proud of those those reviews. Did our panel winner get in touch? No. Never? Oh, never. Mm. Womp womp. Sad. <laughs> Fake news. Sad. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Sad. Sad. All right. 
right, man. So what did you guys, it's still not too late for you to tell us what you thought of Hush. You can send us a voice message at 412-385-7250, or you can record an MP3 file, less than two minutes, por favor, and email it to revisitingsunnydale at gmail.com. We're going to play it on the air if that happens. Mm-hmm. I forgot to write down what next week's episode Doomed. Was. Which one was that? <laughs> Where Spike tries to kill himself. Ah! <laughs> Goodbye, cruel world. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm excited. Me too. I love it. It's the first time that they're going to go back to Sunnydale High since blowing it up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, mm-hmm. sweet. So subscribe, follow, like us. We're on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. I am Camila. I'm on Twitter at the underscore rugged angel. I'm Marcella at M Spear seven three three eight. All right. So let's listen to a little bajork. <laughs> it's oh so quiet. Till next time, guys. Shh.